Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 a ticket and the ticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. We've made it to the end of the week, a week that's felt much longer than a week just because of everything that's happening around college football and around the college football world. Yeah, football season starts again tomorrow, right? <laughs> there, are, there are a couple interesting championship games tomorrow. There's some tonight. It's, it's championship Saturday. What are the ones tonight? Is the Pac-12 tonight? Um, Hold on, I'll have to look. It was... There's a couple of the... Uh, group of five ones tonight. So I gotta let me check this real quick, and I'll get I'll get to you. That's fine. As always, four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line. Both those open for you the whole hour, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, feel free to send in your comments, your weekly plans, anything you want to say. Um, we will get to it on the text line. How do we feel about Mickey Joseph? Talk about that. What do you think his addition to the Husker football program is going to look like? How excited are you for um, the former LSU coach to be making his way back to Nebraska? And then also on the flip side of that, what do you want to see from Nebraska, not only over the weekend if there are announcements or even at the beginning of next week? What are, what do you what did you not receive this week from Nebraska football that you would have liked to find out? That that's a might lot. Be that, that might be a better way to put it. A lot. Um, what are the what are the so championship the games? games? Yes. Um, so at six p.m. is the conference USA championship between Western Kentucky and UTSA, and at seven is the Pac-12 between Oregon and Utah. Oh, Oregon and Utah. That'll be a good one. And that one's in Vegas. That one will be a good one because Utah destroyed them earlier yes. this season. And Held him to a singular touchdown. Yeah, that's impressive. Is uh, Kayvon Thibodeau back for Oregon? Is he? Did he make his way back? Like back to playing? Right back now? to playing? I believe so. I could. I mean, I could be wrong, so I, I don't like want to say yes definitively. But I believe that Kayvon Thibodeau is back on the field for Oregon. He's fun to watch at at defensive end and outside linebacker for Oregon. Um, he'll be uh, a top draft pick here. I believe next season he's eligible. So he's um, a, he's this season. Or this this yeah. this draft, this next draft next yeah. draft yeah, 
um, he'll be he'll be eligible. So Oregon, Utah, and then Western Kentucky and UTSA. Rico, if I asked you who was the second best scoring offense in the country, who would be your guess? And I will tell you this: it's not a Power Five. Oh well, then that takes it out. I was just, I was like I don't know, like Pitt or Wake Forest. It's Western Kentucky. Wow. I was okay. I, I found that out today. I was surfing through college football stats. The good old Hilltoppers. Yes, Western Kentucky comes in number two after Ohio State, averaging forty three a game. Wow, the two ACC teams aren't up there. It seems like all they so, do is score. So it's Ohio State averaging forty five and a half. Western Kentucky averaging forty three point three. Wake Forest comes in at third, mm-hmm. and then Pittsburgh there we at forty two. Okay. So and then I number, was close. number five is Bama. Number six is Georgia. This is I, I want to have this Wait, conversation. Georgia like regular Georgia? Yeah, Georgia. No. Number six, averaging forty point seven. That seems wrong. <laughs> I don't think it is. That seems wrong. Their offense is not that good. I, I don't think But think about it, they just blow everybody out. Yeah, because they don't allow them to score. You so can score could, you could, could score three touchdowns, and if you hold your opponent to zero, that's a blowout. I guess that's a valid. If you valid win twenty, remark. if if a team wins twenty-one to zero, that's a blowout. Yeah. If a team wins twenty-eight to seven, that's not a blowout. I, I also feel like Georgia's that team that you're down seventeen to three against in the first quarter, and you just feel like you're going to have to gain so much ground. And when even though down, there's plenty of time, if left. you're down fourteen to nothing at Georgia at half, you're str- you're scared that you're going to get blown out. You're just like, oh gosh, we can't do anything. <laughs> this is just the worst. Yeah. So Western Kentucky second. Uh, best scoring offense in the country behind Ohio State. Um, and funny, Ohio State's not playing in the Big Ten Championship. All right, 402-464-5685. Let's, let's talk about the college football playoff a little bit. Because I was actually talking to Happer a little bit about this before um, the show. I have a weird feeling that somehow, some way, Nick Saban is don't. going to be able to top Georgia. Don't. I don't want it to happen because I want to see a team like Cincinnati get in. I also or, or Oklahoma State, hmm. but here's the deal: if Alabama somehow, some way beats Georgia, both of them make it. Both of them make it, one hundred percent. And Oklahoma State, as long as they take care of business, they're going to be the fourth team. Yeah, Cincinnati over Cincinnati. Unless is going to get booted. The only way that Cincinnati can stay at four is if they completely destroy Houston. If they win by two touchdowns and Oklahoma State beats Baylor by two touchdowns, they're taking Oklahoma State. And it's going to be disgusting, and they're going to say, oh, well, they played a harder competition, and their strength of schedule, and yeah. their wins well, were more impressive, and blah, 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 and they have a quality loss. They're not going to say that, but it feels like that's what it is. I think, and would we be would we blame the, the committee for saying that? Yes. We would. I would blame them wholeheartedly. Although, money is what makes this whole thing go round, so if you're looking for, you know, a team that will bring in more eyes, it's probably a power five team. But if it's between if it's between like an Oklahoma State and a Cincinnati, I'm not saying that Cincinnati has as strong of a fan base as Oklahoma State, but what I'm saying is the new blood and the fact that they're not a power five team might draw more eyes to to their first round game, especially considering if they play Georgia in the first round, but if Georgia loses to Alabama. They probably wouldn't unless they decided to do some weird hodgepodge and make that happen. Uh, the last time those two played was last year's bowl season, and it was an extremely competitive game that Cincinnati mm. probably should have won. So if you get those two again, I think 
I think a lot of people are going to turn their eyes to that matchup. Here, here's an interesting thing to think about. If Alabama beats Georgia, does Alabama jump Michigan for number one? Ooh. Because I, I think Michigan will beat Iowa. Yeah. I get so that okay. That's interesting. If Alabama beats Georgia by any score, uh Michigan will have to win by at least two touchdowns against Iowa. They'll have to cover the spread against Iowa. What is the spread? Eleven. Okay. They'll have to cover the spread against Iowa in order to move up to number one and not get jumped by Alabama. But if Alabama wins and Michigan wins by three, Alabama jumps them because a win against Georgia is more impressive than a win against Iowa. Which I mean the one two really wouldn't matter, although no. If they if Alabama went up to one, and Michigan State at two, they would drop Georgia to three. So then you'd get Michigan Georgia in the first matchup, which is which actually might be exactly what they do. So they don't have Michigan Georgia play again unless they move Cincinnati up to three. Yeah. Is there any way Notre Dame gets in? If if since well obviously if Cincinnati loses and Oklahoma State loses, but if if Cincinnati wins, is there any way Notre Dame hops jumps them? If Cincinnati wins? If Cincinnati wins. Yes, there is a way if Oklahoma State wins. If Oklahoma State wins by a lot and Cincinnati doesn't win by a lot. No, I'm saying if Notre can Notre Dame get in. Oh, no. No. That would be wild if Notre Dame somehow gets in. Cincinnati and Oklahoma State would have to lose for Notre Dame to get in. We get this off the text line. If Alabama wins, they are number one no matter what. I, I, I'm starting to lean towards that. Looking at that, the way that it's it's happened, the I mean, way that we, one plays four and two plays three, they would have to unless they're moving Cincinnati above Georgia. But or, with the way that we've seen or, this committee play out and how they do things, they'll move one down to three, and then two and three will have to play. Unless they move Georgia down to four, yeah. and Oklahoma State up to three, and you have one versus four again, and that's Alabama and Georgia in the playoff. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Oklahoma State does not jump Georgia even if they even if they win and Georgia loses. The only way that Georgia goes down Ooh. to four is if Cincinnati wins. If Cincinnati loses, Oklahoma State wins, Georgia loses. Georgia's down to three, Oklahoma State's at four, and then Alabama one hundred percent goes up to one and Michigan stays mm-hmm. at two. Would there be a pro would would there be a, a problem within the fan base or just college football fan base if Georgia loses and Cincinnati wins and Georgia stays at three and Cincy's at four? No. Because since he gets in, right? Is yeah. That, is that why? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you have as a, long a as, group of five. As long as Cincinnati wins, as long as they get in, I don't think anybody will really have a problem. But if Cincinnati wins and gets left out, there's going to be mass hysteria within college football. Like, except, except for the college football purists who are like, oh, I don't care. You need to keep Alabama in even if they lose because I want to see Alabama play. I don't want to see Cincinnati play. And people have said that. The the college football purists who are just like, ah, oh, they don't deserve to be there. They're a group of five, move to a power five conference, and then maybe we can talk. If if Cincinnati wins, let's just say this, if Cincinnati wins and Oklahoma State wins and, mm-hmm. and, and the Cowboys jump the Bearcats. This is going to be a problem. Does that move expansion along a little quicker? Um, or give more – or, or have a – have a uh, more people will jump on the the train of expansion. I mean, you would think so, but I feel like it would just be the same. It'd be the same people who want expansion and the same people who don't want expansion, and they would have their own reasons as to why this is a good thing or this is a bad thing. Like, I don't, I don't think any team getting left out at any point is really going to push expansion until you have a undefeated Power Five conference champion getting left out, which would be Cincinnati. They're not Power Five yet. Oh, Power Five, you're yeah. Right. 
until you get an undefeated Power Five conference school getting left out because of you because of two SEC schools because that seems to happen every single year. That is the only time that that would happen. What if? Okay, so here's here's a crazier scenario. Before we can move on here, I, I'm just looking at the rankings, thinking about how this could all play out. I'm just throwing a bunch of numbers and names out. What if Alabama has two losses and still is fourth? Cincinnati moves up to three. You still get your group of five team, uh-huh. but Alabama's four. If if Oklahoma so, State if Oklahoma State loses, so so Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama, yeah, Alabama with two losses. No, you'd have to put Notre Dame in. Really? Yeah, you can't. You cannot have a two loss. You can't do it. I know you. You say that, but it was. It's Alabama. I mean, it's, I know it's, it's, it's Alabama. Same, but it's I've the said same. this before. You can't. I don't care I, I if it's Alabama. I know. This isn't based off of your past. This is based yeah. off of what you did this season. This is based off of the regular season and what you have done this season. It is not based off of oh, you were so good for so many years and you've won so many national championships. You've been in the playoff every single year. Yada yada yada. I don't care. It's based off of this season and what you've done for me during the regular season in 2021. See, I don't care about 2020, 2019, 2018. I don't care. What did you do in 2021? Did you win all the games? Did you beat all the people in front of you? If not, you're not. You're not. No, don't be there. I see. I'm. I'm in Go that away. boat. I'm in that boat that the previous years don't matter. But we've seen it before this year in the in the first rankings. With I know Alabama. we have, and I hate so it. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a realistic possibility. We're getting it on the text line. Two loss Alabama will be in over one loss Notre Dame. You can't do it. No, and then same person says Notre Dame doesn't get a benefit because they don't play in a conference title. Uh, Alabama got the benefit when they didn't play in a conference title and they got put in the playoff because they didn't lose that week. It's because it's remember Alabama. That? I remember that. It's because it's Alabama. Disgusting. Rico. I'm just telling you how it is, man. It's because it's it's Rico. Look, man. The facts are: if you win your games, you you go in. That's it. That's what it should be. Unfortunately, that's not what it is. It's oh, will you bring more eyes to the TV set? Okay, I guess we'll put you in. Which is I oh, think you're the defending champion. I guess we'll put you in. Which is why expansion is is a thing to. Disgusting. I, I'm curious. Did you hear Kevin Warren today? Uh-uh. He said he believes that all Power 5 schools should get, if you win your conference championship in a Power 5 conference, you should get an automatic bid into the into the college football playoff. He wants expansion at least for, for that. Eight. At least for that. I don't know. I didn't actually. I didn't read the full article, but I saw that he wants Power 5 conference champions to get an automatic bid into the playoff. I don't know what his his playoff metric is or how many teams are in it. Do you think... Do you think Baylor beats Oklahoma State? I think they have a better chance than people are giving them, but I think Oklahoma State uh at the end at the end gets it done with their defense. Here here's They've a, got one of the best look, man. They're slept they they have a good defense. They're kind of slept on. They have one of the better defenses in the country. Just cuz they're in the Big 12 doesn't mean they, can, they, they can't do. have a good defense. Yeah. Dave Randa hasn't played well. Yeah, this is it's really interesting. There's going to be Huh? You said Dave Randa's my Dave Random has has Baylor played well. Oh, I was talking about Oklahoma State. My bad. That is that is weird. It, okay, here's a text. It has to be what Rico is saying. Expansion needs to happen, or there needs to be a different division for those teams. Winning all your games and not having a shot at the champion championship just simply can't happen. Look, I already had yeah. my my expansion idea was was uh, twelve teams. Uh, ten automatic qualifying from the group of five and the power five. You win your conference, you're Ooh. in. So you're having like the conference USA. Yeah. If you if you got the job done and you win your conference, you're in. Interesting. You might get blown out in the first game, but guess what? You did what you needed to do and you have a shot to win it all. 
And then you have two wild cards for, you know, your two SEC teams that deserve to be in, but we're going to put them in because blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. Stupid. But but that's that's how I think because, like, I understand that, that some people will think that, oh, well, a Western, Western Kentucky, if they win, you know, they have however many losses they have. I don't know how many losses they have, but. I think they're eight and four. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, they have four losses. They don't deserve. They don't deserve to be in the playoff. I'm like, well, they won their conference. Why don't they deserve to get a chance? They probably won't win. See, this is where I th- I think non conference games need to matter though, because if, yeah. if you're you're the SEC and you're scheduling cupcakes at, in week eleven mm-hmm. against Chattanooga, Tennessee, or whatever, like th- those games don't matter. Like they need to start mattering. Where the, just you, in case you lose that not, one, not even not even week eleven, not just specifically that one, but I'm saying the first four of your season, the non-con so like, games need to matter. So like when no, when when Northwestern lost all of their non-con games and then ran through the Big Ten and and ended up in the Big Ten title game, you like if they would have won that, yeah, you you don't think they should have like I, I, even I think, then? I think it's situational because like Penn State that one year, if you remember, they were I, I don't remember their their record. They they finished the season extremely hot. They won the Big Ten title. Or whatever it was with Trace McSorley and mm-hmm. and Saquon, yeah. like, and then they went to the Rose Bowl. They were one of the better teams in the country at that time. Yeah, and so th- at that situation, I I don't know how you can how you can navigate it. I don't know if I agree with the the five power they, five champions and five group of five. See, champions. but the thing is, if you get hot at the end of the season and you don't win your conference, you don't win your conference title. It doesn't matter. Like you're not going to be in the playoff anyways. But if you get hot at the end of the season, you win your conference title, then you make it to the playoff and you and you stay hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're one of the best teams in the country. I'm sorry about it. I just don't know how interested people would be in a Alabama or Georgia this year against. I don't know. Throw, throw tell a, me, throw tell me, tell me, you wouldn't be there. interested in the second best offense in the country going up against the best defense in the country, even if it's Western Kentucky. But see, it's it's Western Kentucky playing in their in their conference, putting up those numbers, and. But I'm saying people that, said the same thing. I know it's, it's I hate a, to do this. People said the same thing about UCF. They were oh. playing in their conference. They were they're playing in a lower level conference. They're not playing great competition. Their offense is booty. Well, guess what? They went to the sugar the Peach Bowl, Peach Bowl. and they beat Auburn, an yeah. SEC school who was really good that year. They beat a Power Five school in the SEC, the best conference in football, and they're a lowly Group of Five school. Look, man, if yeah. you got it, you got it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you play or, or who you play. If you're good, you're good. You're making me think today, Rico. This is interesting. This is interesting. I would 100% watch Western Kentucky and Georgia. It might be a blowout, but then again, Western Kentucky might get a couple things here and there. I mean, they got the second best offense in the country. You don't know. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I'm curious to see how this week plays out because. I mean, who's I, the best offense Georgia's faced this year? Probably well. They haven't faced they're, Alabama they're about, yet. They're about to face yeah. Alabama, who I think is fifth in the so country. So who's to say that their defense isn't just good because all the offenses they faced are trash? I don't know. Maybe it's because it's there in the SEC. And and I mean, that, Iowa that game, made it- that game against Clemson. Obviously, Clemson's not the Clemson that we're used to, but they held Clemson to three points yeah. in the first game of the season. And so I, I just think that like th- those non-con games are are a lot. You look at that and you value a game against Clemson more than you value a game against Fordham. Well, yeah, you should, and so I, I think that there's there's multiple ways that you can go go through this. I mean, your record there's, al- still there's comes... always going to be negative, like there's always going to be something wrong with however yeah. they 
And I mean, the like the regular season comes into effect, you know, to to make it to the conference championship game because the regular yeah. season still has your conference games. And then if you do well in the regular season and you didn't win your conference championship game, you still get two wild cards. In my scenario, with the twelve teams, you still get two wild cards. And let's say you only lost, you know, one game all season. It was the conference championship game, but you beat a bunch of other teams. Let's say you're in the Pac-12 and you beat an SEC team and an ACC team. I mean, you're going to look that you're going to be looked at very favorably, even if you lose to to an undefeated uh, USC or something in the conference championship game. You still might make the playoff. Yeah, I, I just looking at, ahead at this weekend, looking specifically at this weekend. Um, I, I'm curious on what the the college football world and how they will react if an undefeated Cincinnati team gets left out. Mm. Going back, just looking at this year. I'm going. It's going to be very intriguing if if Oklahoma State wins and Alabama beats Georgia, and I, I truly think that then Cincinnati is going to get left out, no matter what happens in that Cincinnati game. Because the problem with this one and the difference between Cincinnati and UCF is that Cincinnati made it into the top four this year. UCF never made it. They were close, but yeah. they never made it into the top See, four. So the fact that Cincinnati is in the top four going into conference championship weekend, mm-hmm. ESPN and and whoever else might be kind of upset. But I mean. You can't. You cannot take them out of there if they win. Here's the thing, though, Rico. You cannot you can say, do it. You can say that you can. You value the the uh, Oklahoma State win over Baylor more than you value it, or uh, you value the um, what's it called, the uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati win over, over Houston. I mean, Houston's a good team. Yeah, but in terms of they're ranking, both going to be in the Big Twelve in two years. But in terms of ranking, you're looking at that five nine matchup, saying if if Oklahoma State can knock off a top ten team, and and here's the thing is here's. I can see ESPN saying this backup or, or put, being pushed up against the wall and saying, hey, man, we had Cincinnati in the playoff. We had him in there all the way till the end. But now here they are. Like, do you, can, is, they, that, is that unreal? I, I you can, can definitely just like, see just that. Like, oh, well, they just didn't do enough. Yeah, they just didn't do enough at the end when it all, when it oh, all so comes. Oh, so winning isn't enough? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I could see happening on Tuesday when the rankings come out or whatever day the rankings come out. Usually they come out I think it Tuesday. might be Sunday just yes. so they can get it real quickly. Yeah. Because then they have like the but bowl. Tell me, tell me that you don't see that happening. Where they're like, "Hey, man, we had him in there for five weeks in a row," but you know, it, you know, it is what it is. I can see it happening. It's going to be very, unfortunately, it's going to be very interesting to see how how Saturday kind of unfolds with, um, it, it, especially if that scenario happens where Alabama somehow beats Georgia. Where would you be that surprised? Because Alabama is Alabama. If Alabama beat Georgia, yeah. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and somehow, some way. It, honestly, wild. honestly, I, I I want Georgia to win. I'm picking Georgia to win, but I am expecting Alabama to win just because yeah. Georgia just cannot. Well, for and, some and Alabama can. Yeah, we saw what we Al- Alabama had. They can't finish the season. It, it did not look like Alabama had a chance against Auburn. They should have lost. And Auburn, yes, Auburn's quarterback was basically on one leg and everything, <laughs> but it it just did not. And and I, I I hate to do this, but give credit to Bryce Young for for coming back in in. Uh, I hate it at Auburn. Like you have to. so good, and I hate it. <laughs> Tell me about it. Alabama this is so good. This is an interesting point. Somebody says this on the text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. UCF also didn't beat the number six team in the country. Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. You're absolutely right. That so that's true. that's another wrinkle. But I, I'm just saying, step back and see. Would you be that surprised if? The college football playoff committee was like, "Hey, man, we put Cincinnati in there like you guys wanted for however many weeks in a row, and and we we seriously considered them. But at the end of the day, a win against Baylor looks better than a win against Houston. I, I can see it happening. <laughs> at the end of the day, the Big Twelve brings in more money than yeah. than the athletic, American Athletic Conference. I, I can see it happening. All right, 
let's uh let's take a break. When we come back, we'll we'll kind of dive into some things about the Huskers. Um, get you ready for Nebraska volleyball and Campbell tonight, uh, first round of the NCAA tournament there. But we'll uh, talk about some Husker football first. Mickey Joseph is hired. We'll give our thoughts on that, and then uh, some of the concerns about why we haven't heard anything on the rest of the staff. And we'll do all that next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.